0: Hello, this is Jim McGregor, and welcome to another Tyrreus cast. I'm joined today with my, by my colleague, Kevin Crewell, and we're going to be talking about a major announcement in the industry today. Actually, it's a report, a report by Bloomberg that Apple's planning on dropping Intel processors in the 2020 timeframe. Now that's big news, and this is just really for its Mac products, its PC-based products, but this could be a serious hit to Intel. Kevin, you want to talk about that?
1: I actually wrote this up for Forbes.com, uh, so if you want to read the article as well, take a look there for serious research. But what the report was different from things we've heard in the past. In the past, we've heard this rumor that Apple was going to go with its own internal A-series of ARM core processors because uh, the performance level of those A-series processors has gotten better and better over time. Uh, they use it in their iPad Pro models, which are you know, alternatives to laptops. But this time, what made it different is there's an actual project name, Kalamata, which I guess is the form of of Olive. In addition, there was a time frame, 2020. There's further rumors that maybe at the upcoming Worldwide Developer Conference in June, we may actually hear more in terms of developer preview of this migration. What's changed is we've got some serious leaks. Uh, the Bloomberg report is from a credible source. The time frame has now been fined. So it becomes a more, much more real possibility. We've been talking about this for quite a long time. Apple has been a master of migrating from uh, instruction set architecture to another. The original Mac started in the 68000. Then it migrated to the PowerPC in uh, the 1995-1996 time frame. Then in the 2005-2006 timeframe, it moved from PowerPC to the uh, Intel x86 processors and uh, has been using x86 since then. So with just two more years left to the x86 world, but it gives it about 14 years worth of lifespan using the x86 architecture. Maybe it's time Apple has moved on to another architecture. What makes it also credible is the fact that Apple is known to be a control freak. They like to control every aspect of their designs whenever possible. With their own ICs for the Mac line, they now have a greater control over their fate. They don't have to worry about when Intel gets its latest processor out or have to make their Apple Mac product lines too comparable to what you get from Lenovo or uh, any of the Windows compatible designs. So this is really a a good...
0: You also have to remember that uh, Apple's been on a long-term trend to migrate a lot of stuff towards the ARM architecture and its own SoCs. Starting with the A7, they had the first ARM-based SoC that supports 64-bit instructions. So, I mean, they've been doing this for a number of years, and slowly but surely, they've not only been integrating other people's IP, but they've also been integrating their own IP, developing other technologies
1: around graphics, around... Well, actually, the graphics is a really important point. Uh, this this also happened recently. Uh, Imagination Technology was the IP provider for the A-series of processors. Last year, Apple announced that they were developing their own in-house graphics IP, and they would be uh, migrating away from the Imagination Technology Power VR architecture. Apple has shown uh, that they are willing to invest in internal designs, and would prefer over time to migrate to a uh, an Apple-specific uh, design. So the fact they would migrate their A-series into the Mac line is not surprising. It's not It really hasn't really surprised anybody. And maybe at some point in time, Apple will also produce its own modem for the cellular connection. It's another p- critical piece of IP that right now Apple has to rely on third parties, either it's Qualcomm or Intel, to provide the modem. And they have not been able to integrate it into a single piece of silicon.
0: And this could be a double whammy for Intel. Uh, earlier reports this year indicated that Apple was going to push to move completely away from Qualcomm on the modem and move to Intel. But at the same time, the rumors are that Apple's been working on their own modem technology because they're one of the few chipset mobile chipset vendors that doesn't have an integrated modem. So it will be interesting, because that would also hit about that might hit at the same 2020 time frame for the 5G chipsets. So this could be a double whammy for Intel when you think about losing not only processors for the Apple PCs, the Apple Macs, but also losing the modem business in the iPhone.
1: Yeah, and you you'd wonder where is the modem business and in Intel going to go if it doesn't have uh, Apple as a major customer? You look at the other big vendors, you look at MediaTek and you look at Samsung. They all have their own modem technology. And other vendors rely on Qualcomm Snapdragon products. Uh, maybe Spectrum and a few smaller vendors will use uh, the modems from Intel, but that's not a lot of to keep that business alive. You're
0: right. This, the, this, this could be really troublesome, especially for Intel's modem business. But, I mean, overall, even losing the Mac business is huge for Intel.
1: Well, it's not huge necessarily financially, but it is huge from a... A reputation and a it really hurts Intel to say that when Apple says we think that we can get by without an Intel x86 processor and this comes really right on the heels of Microsoft doing something similar with its Windows on ARM program where uh, Windows now is going to be available on laptops that run on Qual- Qualcomm Snapdragon 835s so There is a movement here to move away from the x86 architecture, and specifically Intel, by both Microsoft and Apple. And so that that is a could be a troubling aspect to Intel's future business. Well
0: and it's important to note that while the X eighty six architecture has, you know, still been increasing in terms of performance and efficiency, it's been at single digit rates on average from generation to generation, while the ARM architecture has made significant advancements where they're double they're actually continuing on uh, what we would have expected from Moore's Law over the past decade. And, you know, even the processors going into your smartphone today, they're very competitive with those low- to mid-range processors used in PCs. So this this is going to be an interesting development, especially with Microsoft and Apple both looking at alternatives.
1: Yeah, uh, what you get with ARM is, well, for one thing, uh, the reason the ARM uh, processor architecture has been... Uh, developing so quickly is that it, it in reality it's been fairly far behind on uh, x86 in terms of microarchitecture design. The problem Intel is running into from a micro architecture point of view is they're really running out of things you could throw at it. They're really hitting a point of diminishing return and, and in fact some of the advanced architecture features that provided some of the performance level in the latest core architecture are the, the same features that caused us problems with Spectre and Meltdown. You know, these architecture features such as speculative execution and branch target caches are all were affected by Spectre and Meltdown. So it, Intel had to basically back off some of the performance features in order to make their chips more secure. And meanwhile, in the case of ARM, uh, the, the Cortex-A series is still ad- adapting and still adding more and more architecture features and uh, moving up the performance chain, catching up with Intel fairly rapidly interesting news we'll have to see how this one plays out but obviously the market's
0: in a transition point as we go uh, farther ahead especially into 5g and different computing platforms
1: yeah this is definitely an uh, opportunity sort of a inflection point where arm is making some serious inroads into markets such as uh, laptops and and desktop uh or say you know laptop pcs and Intel is have to, you know, trying to fight that off, but it's it's being ha- hamstrung because it doesn't have the usual process node advantage that it has in the past. Intel has been in a state where it's been refining its 14 nanometer node. It's now at 14 nanometer plus plus, maybe a third plus. Whereas 10 nanometer is still not to be. Uh, they still haven't launched it yet. So Intel's process advantage has been uh, seriously hit. And the foundries are very competitive these days in terms of process technology. It's very possible that between Samsung and TSMC, they might even take a lead at some point in time as we get to the EUV stage. I know Samsung is vested very heavily in EUV equipment. So it's really interesting. Things are uh, changing and disruption is not necessarily Intel's friend right now. Thank you, Kevin. This is Jim McGregor, also known as Tech Strategist on Twitter and
0: Facebook, and my colleague, Kevin Creewell, at Creewell on Twitter. Thank you for joining us on this latest Terriest cast, and please look for more as we continue on tracking the latest news, technology, and information on the high-tech industry.